0: is the real good podcast. My name is John Roebuck and with me is Blake Curtis. Hi, everybody, and Derek Armstrong. I'm here too. Yes, you are. <laughs> this episode is called "Hold on a minute, she's not Asian," and that's because we'll be talking about Rupert Sanders' Ghost in the Shell. It's a remake of Mamoru Oshii's 1995 Japanese animated film, which itself is an adaptation of a manga comic. Sanders' remake has been attracting a lot of negative attention for its supposed whitewashing, particularly in relation to the casting of Scarlett Johansson as the protagonist. But is it a good film? We won't know until I talk to these two fine men about it. So, Derek, is Ghost in the Shell a good film?
1: And another big-budget film arrives dead on arrival. Uh, No, this film's pretty shit. Um, (laughs) And that's all we have time for. You know, we can wrap it up right now. I don't know if anyone else had anything to say. No, I, like, I was really bored in this movie. Um, I thought, you know, I actually didn't read your review, but I did see that your little blurb said that it was soulless. That's a pretty good description. Uh, I just... Especially for a film that's so concerned about the uh, uh, existence of a soul. So concerned. And the problem is, how many times have we been over that? Subject matter in the last few years like
0: Well the last few decades, this film's yeah. ripping off The films that ripped off the original Ghost in the Shell yeah. Which was sort of like a continuation Of thought that's been uh, going on In popular culture since Philip K. Dick Asked uh, whether Andrew dreamt of electric sheep
1: Yeah um, And certainly there are a lot more similarities To Blade Runner in, in this film as well The cityscape reminded me quite a lot of it um, Which may have also been present In the original uh, I guess at this point we should ask what our Each of our familiarities are with with the original, you've all, um, obviously you've seen it, yes? Have yeah. Have you seen it recently?
2: No, it's, well, it's funny watching this remake for me was a lot like, um, kind of like being a ghost in the shell because, um, I watched, I remember watching the, the original when I was a kid and I was too young. Did you to come, understand To it? see
0: the double feature of that and Akira at the Astor? No. Uh, mustn't have invited you. Yeah, no. Definitely <laughs> not. Uh oh. That's fine, I didn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> um
2: but yeah, Akira and Ghost in the Shell I grew up with when I was very young and I was I remember watching him and I was too young to understand. It was I went to someone else's house, a friend of mine and his older brother put them on and we would watch them a lot and they were great and that's why I really I actually really enjoyed watching this because Um, I haven't watched it since then, the original, and it was really great because I was getting little flashbacks of like, I I knew what was going to happen a little, little bit before it happened. I was like, is this, and then like, it kind of came back to me. Well,
1: they definitely repeated a number of shots from it. Now, here's Mm -hmm. the thing. You said you watched it when you were too young to understand it. I watched the original Ghost in the Shell about two, two years ago. Um, and I watched it twice in the same weekend, once with, uh, in Japanese and once in English, just as a kind of a little test. And I don't think I understood it then, Mm. but I didn't care because I think the original Ghost in the Shell is kind of like an art film almost. It's Mm. not, plot is not its main consideration, I think. It's more about mood and tone.
0: You've seen it recently and you have known it it quite well. I've only seen it the once Mm. uh, and all I remember is that it made me think, which this remake didn't. Mm. Oh, this remake made me think. I, I, I think I'm probably alone on this one,
2: but I really enjoyed this. Oh, good. Um, Tell us about it. Well, I think it's, I think it's interesting, kind of what you were just saying then about the concept that the original um, was not driven by a plot, and you uh, excuse that, but for whatever reason, you didn't want to excuse that this time around.
1: No, I think it was too driven by a plot this time. It was too there was it was too much in, involved in the details of. Um, what do we have to do? How is this person going to get from here to there? What's our mission? What's our goal? I thought it was too plot heavy. Mm. Um, And I didn't, and I I liked the abstractness of the original. And maybe maybe it's not really abstract, but I felt like there were a lot of silences in that first film. And there was a lot of time devoted to just like setting the scene, setting the tone. And I didn't get that from this film, unfortunately.
0: From also like I feel from my vague memory of the first one, that's a film that made you think. Whereas this is a film that I think does the thinking for you and it explains everything ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. And I think it sucks the interest out of it. But I think good sci fi or good high concept of sci fi is, uh, is uh, films of ideas, not with ideas. And as soon as you get explained what the film's about, you lose interest a little
1: yeah, bit. Yeah, basically, every moment that Juliette Binoche was on screen was some like terrible moment of expository dialogue, you know, mm. about like, you know. Uh, The conversation that was really the most kind of like, you know, uh, of a a dead stop in the script was at the start when she was discussing – you know Scarlett Johansson's character I say the J by the way Am I not supposed to say The J in Johansson? I think you are You said Johansson before so Yeah but I I think it could go either way And I've actually heard most Both people say it So I don't really Did know Did I which say is Johansson? Correct. You said Johansson I, Did it
2: thought, I, I thought it was Johan. I you, you definitely say I it, say I thought, I thought it was Johansson
1: but, you, you know we should Probably look it up on the internet That's but, just culture dude. Yeah. Like, Look it up man, like, man I, I, I
2: It's like Louis <laughs> Theroux Apparently everyone That's what they say well, it, I think it probably really was
1: It's really Johansson In the country of origin but, but now me. it's it's Johansson. Yeah. That's what, anyway, um, so yeah, they're having this conversation about her character and I don't see her as a human. I see her as a weapon, you know, and like all these lines of dialogue that I just feel like kind of out of a lot of films we've seen recently in the last few decades, very much laying it all out there. This is what the film's about. These are the things that we were trying to make you think about mm-hmm. and it's like just, doing the thinking for you, like you said.
0: Stale. It's It's yeah. not exploring new ideas and it's sort of no. got this facade uh, or this... Uh, it feels like the film thinks that it's exploring these new ideas. But, I mean, God, like, you know, a character that is sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, but technology, you know, on the brink of humanity and then this character that sort of explores, you know, her degree of humanness. It's like how many times have we seen that before in,
1: you know, Sci-fi. Well, yeah, re- recently with you know things like Ex Machina, and years ago with Blade Runner, and everything in between, and it feels like every, it feels like almost every sci-fi film is dealing with that you know dichotomy between human and machine, and to some degree. Um,
0: so, what yeah. did you say in it, Blakey?
1: Well, I think what I found really interesting, and I think what we
2: what I really enjoyed when I was watching it is. N- having the idea that I think it's taking a lot of those ideas that you are right. You are right that the, it, a lot of the ideas that it did explore a style, but I think a lot of them aren't, haven't been taken to a mainstream audience in a long time. Yeah. Um, I, Ghost in the Shell is not uh, like a mainstream kind of film, origi- the original one. No. Um, to its and, benefit. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. would say Blade Runner is probably the biggest one, but even that in its time was considered quite um you know, different and art housey. So I think this is a, I quite liked it because I I feel like even though it was dumbing the original one down, which I do believe it did, I think it was trying to meet this middle ground where it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was, I don't know, Transformers 12, but it also wasn't this other thing, this other art house thing. It was this new territory where I think it was presenting ideas that maybe
0: mainstream people
2: could kind of,
0: Get their head around that I think it was certainly Trying to And I, I can see Where you're coming from And I think I'm certainly not Opposed to it But I I also think It failed mm. um, And I think What Really I f- found A struggle To get into this uh, Into this film uh, Because of Scarlett Johansson She's meant With well, Johansson mm. And she's meant To sort of Um you know, be slowly discovering her humanity or lack thereof. And she's just this blank piece of paper. Uh, I just couldn't latch onto her at all. And she made a whole lot of strange acting choices like her physicality, which I just think think didn't
1: work at all. Well, the interesting thing about her specifically being cast in this role is if you take the whitewashing And set it aside I actually think She's quite a good choice In theory For this role She's done similar things before Like that film Lucy's Kind of has some similarities yeah. To this um, Under the skin She plays an other yeah. Like an alien um, And, uh, and she's uh, Even Black that, Widow yeah. Like even as Black Widow well, it Not me... Black Widow that, what's her, Is that her character's name In
2: Avengers? Yeah. Yes yeah. Black Widow Well I was yeah. I was thinking that As I was watching this film I always I wondered If Scarlett Johansson's, Johansson Is interested in this <laughs> As a subject matter Because There, there is a Repeat offense here mm. with with Adi well she- and,
1: and i'm sure that's why they considered her other than the fact that she's a megastar and she's going to sell a lot of tickets but i would have rather seen and would have avoided the whitewashing as well i would have rather seen someone like do you know olivia moon yeah 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 she's she's, she's she um she has she has chinese heritage which uh is problematic in the sense that the character's supposed to be japanese but we already know they'll do that with john cho being cast as sulu in star trek he's obviously of chinese origin all right no korean Sorry, he's of Korean origin, isn't he? Mm. Anyway, they as long as you're Asian, you can be cast in another Asian role. That seems to be the case in Hollywood. And I think she would have been a really interesting choice in that role because y- you would look at her and you'd say, Well, first of all, she looks kind of like what I'm expecting. And also, she's I don't just looking at her and saying that's Scarlett Johansson or Johansson or whatever we're calling her. You know. <laughs>
0: On the subject of whitewashing though, do you did you think this was whitewashing? Because my impression of whitewashing is something like Gods of Egypt where or uh, Exodus Gods and Kins where they're meant to be, uh, sorry, where the characters aren't white but they're played by white actors. Whereas this, I don't think it was explicitly stated that it was set in Japan. No. It's and a- I also think maybe the idea was that it's in the future. So uh, Was it Japanese? I thought it was. Ghost in the Shallows,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I know the original bit, like I thought this was well, so here's, set in Shanghai. Here's something. This new one. Well, that's the thing. It's, I, I, it know. said mm.
1: that the, the, the one reference to its location was when we arrived, when my parents brought us to this country, we drowned in the harbor, you know, arriving. And so they were quite interested in not making it a specific location. However... All of the ca- the characters that you see in those giant billboards, uh, those light, you know, those, those hologram billboards, and and uh, the writing you see is is at least Asian. But what I think they did take extra um, steps to do was to fill out the rest of the cast with other ethnicities, also. So it's not like she was the only hmm. white character. She- it's not like Matt Damon in the Great Wall, you know. Which it's I like- also
0: don't think is whitewashing.
1: Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I, I like. I guess I don't have a strong opinion on what constitutes whitewashing and what doesn't. But what I, but what I, when I first heard Scarlett Johansson being um, discussed in relation to this role, I, I said, "Why can't Olivia Moon does, do this role? Like, she, she's done an action role. She was in the last um, X Men movie, yeah, and I, I think she's got well, the look it, I and think the physicality." It's, I think I think it's just because star power. Yeah, and yeah, I think, think Scarlett yeah. would have been the studio. I think the and, studios
2: would have yeah, insisted and, that they needed someone of that. Size or that the film's not going to go ahead because if you look at everyone else in the film, totally they're, they're nobody.
0: And, and that's um, actually coincidentally Ridley Scott, who directed Blade Runner, defended his choices in Exodus: of Gods and Kings. He said this film would have been, have been financed if I had have used you know Middle Eastern actors. But I think that's actually a problem because if people who with enough clout uh, to make a change like Ridley Scott are just saying okay whatever, mm. then nothing's going to change ever. No. Whereas, whereas he could actually you know like a, a man like Ridley Scott who's made hit after hit. And has the capacity to just, you know, push towards, you know, not whitewashing films. Yeah. Just says, oh well, I had to do it. Then that's a problem.
1: Well, yeah, then, I and, yeah. Remember that film, The Impossible, a couple of years ago, about the people who survived the tsunami. Um ah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. starred starred Naomi, Naomi Watts Watson, you and yeah. Ewan McGregor, even yeah. though the couple was Spanish. You know, basically, like, yeah, we don't make the film unless those two people are in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically what it is. And was the so. new
0: Spider Man in that Tom Holland?
1: Yeah. yeah, was he, he was. really? As yeah, the yeah. son? That's where he. That's where the he. Grandmother. Got, that's where he came on the scene. He, he was the. He was the. He was the one. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, wasn't that one of the chaplains, Geraldine Chaplin who played the grandmother. Anyway. Yeah. I um, didn't
0: even know it was a grandmother. I was just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, you, I thought it was a joke too. Well, wow, you got a really good memory.
2: <laughs> I, I, it's like a steel trap. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 um, like I said, I, I, I was interested to see that the, there was this middle ground because I, I think I always, I always think about these films and how they were made and all the push that they would have got from the studios and the demands that the studios would have made. And it's really interesting because I think there was this, yeah, like I said, I feel like this was a, I don't classify this as a studio film and I don't classify this as an art house film. I think this is a interesting kind of new... It's a studio area. film. ...area. Yeah, but like in not in the way, because I think if the studios got everything they want and it was a kind of just a walkover... I think they would have cast everyone as stars. Well, and maybe. I, and I this, think this will remind thing... me of that
1: Total Recall remake. Yes, really. exactly. That's what yeah. I was thinking of too. Yeah. See, yep. this
0: was a lot more gritty for
2: me. And like there were points in it that, I, I don't know, like all the, all the stuff with the dog I really quite enjoyed. Like that, that all that kind of subplot was like interesting to me. Token humanism, it, it that's what like I thought. It felt
0: like it was a film that wanted to have ideas that didn't. And there was that scene, you know, when um, they're in that shallow water and she's beating up it, that fellow that she's chasing and it's like, Slow mo shot after slow mo shot. It's slow. There's so much style in this film that it actually actually like made me ponder that the substance. It made I think it made the lack of substance more glaring. By the you know tenth slow mo shot in this sequence where she's just hitting this guy, it could have been you know just as effective you know two minutes shorter without the slow mo. I was like, well, what's what even is this? You're just wasting time. See
2: stuff like that. I did. I don't even. I didn't even look yeah. at or remembered. For me, it was the the quieter moments that I quite enjoyed, and uh, it was you know, and and, and like the, the, even the way they chose to shoot it when she um, goes to visit um, the scientist in her in her house, and they just hold on this wide, and it was really oh, beautiful yeah, like that, that they, they yeah. didn't they didn't go in there because it was just like you, you saw the power struggle as they moved around. And I was like, that's really cool. And I, I liked that they restrained all those kind of stuff. And th- it was th- those kind of moments. That, and that's why I said it was interesting because I could see like, you know, studio being like slow-mo, slow-mo, slow-mo. But then again, when she's interrogating him and he's in this straight jacket and then he jumps to kill himself because mm. he re- has a fict- uh, fictional daughter in his head. I was mm. just like, wow, this uh, that I really love that world. And th- that's all that stuff fascinates me. And I kind of liked... For me, anyway, this film was very much like: here is the world. We are chucking you in. We're not going to explain a lot of the other details, but we're gonna we're gonna put you put it in there and leave it to you to interpret. Like when she um, went to visit the the prostitute and she said, "Take it off," and she just started feeling her face. Those little moments for me were like, wow, they're really there's like. Something here and they're not going to beat me over the head with what they're trying to tell me. They're going to let me play with my own ideas of what I think this world or this future can be. And I think that's great because it's kind of like when in Jaws that they don't want to reveal the shark because your imagination is so much more powerful. And that's what I love about films is when they allow the the audience to interpret things totally right but way. i didn't get that at all
0: Jay, you got a lot of
1: it. yeah well that's the thing is i'm listening to your description of it it sounds it's really like good really awesome <laughs> <laughs> but but well i, I it's interesting because I, I kind of liken this to something like dr strange also where the visuals were really really strong there was no doubt that those that i was thought the visuals to were dark.
0: too strong that to the point that
1: like but it, yeah it, it, it was in service of nothing for me yeah. it was like um i just didn't the ideas weren't interesting to me the identity crisis that that um Keir, uh, mira killian is having is not not that interesting to me, in part because Scarlett doesn't Johansson doesn't play it very well. I think it's it's that she doesn't make good decisions, as we said. I she think- makes
0: she makes very uh, strong decisions, uh, but I think they're in the wrong direction. So yeah, you know, I, I certainly applaud her. Um, her oh, courage is a wanky word for <laughs> it, but like you know, I mean, she she really goes for it, and I yeah. don't know yeah. if she really uh, it's it's in the right direction. Yeah.
1: I think the studio just wanted to see her walk around apparently naked for the whole movie, right? Totally. <laughs> God.
0: Like, like, even in that scene with the prostitute, I was like, they are really like uh, using as many opportunities as possible to sexualize Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And I loved it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: see, for me as well, it reminded me a lot of, um, of um, Drive and um, Only God Forgives. Okay. And again, I think it was just because of those... That restraint and just that stylized kind of the colours and everything.
1: I don't know. I I, I really. I think. Just.
0: Has Rupert Sanders made a film since Snow White and the Huntsman? I don't think he. Which I haven't one.
1: actually seen. Um, and it might did, have. Was that? I mean, that wasn't good, was I don't it? Know. You know, <laughs> I know. I that
2: with you? Didn't I, <laughs> Blakey? Um, I'm not sure. Tr- I, I get that one and the other one confused. That one's the one not with Julia Roberts, correct? Mirror, 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 mirror yeah. is with Julia Roberts. Yeah, Snow White yeah,
0: yeah. Huntsman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they did a sequel. To that, yeah, the sequel was better, but I it was still pretty bad. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think this is one of those films. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, he's only done I think I went and saw Snow White and the Huntsman
0: with you during the day. Oh, no, I saw it with Huey. Yeah, didn't get invited to that either. <laughs> <laughs> You're striking out tonight, I know, I know. um,
1: I think this is one of those films where I I know that I didn't like it, but I but I can't. Look at it and say, "Well, this should have been done differently. Well, this should have been done differently. Well, this should have been done differently." And I think it's just it gives me the impression overall that it's flat. Like mm. I think that the choices that you mentioned a few minutes ago, Blake, are actually really good choices, mm. and I think they would work if there wasn't something essentially passionless about this project. It mm. just totally it just lies there. Yeah. Do you reckon and it's boring? It's boring.
2: Yeah. Do you reckon if it was Scott Scar- if we took Scarlet out and, well, and I don't know I would have... Like, possibly and then it was in this new because then it's not defined as the a studio remake and we're not... Because we're very much in this remake, like, era, I feel, where they're just remaking everything and every comic book and every Case Disney in point, thing. Chips,
0: this movie I saw last night, which is like <laughs> this <laughs> obscure 70s cop t- show. Well, Baywatch is that. coming out back oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like... Good time to be into film. You know who I didn't think was good in *Ghost in the Shell* was uh, Pillow A is back. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah he had, he's got charisma, and he he's also really in um, uh, briefly in *Game of Thrones*, and I presume he's going to be in it more recently this coming season. And he was in uh, the remake of *Ben Hur*, which was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to no, be. No,
1: that was that was pretty good. Yeah, like <laughs> for what it was. Yeah, it
0: yeah. the, my problem with that movie is I wish it had gone longer, like the mm. original *Ben Hur*, and like more time had been taken. But this the and Pilo, the happy endings. Pillow A, a is back again. I'm sorry. Yeah. he's He's got one of those. Um, you know those letters. Where it looks like an A and E combined together. You're yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but but uh, yeah, I, back to my question. I, I I do wonder whether if it didn't have that attachment to it of being a, a westernized Hollywood remake whether it would have been
1: I think it's no, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do like I said a moment ago. I don't know what to do differently with it. Like I mm. think the gestures they made were correct. Like I think it's not it was do you think a, you came a decent in idea that? to have Beat Takashi in there like playing a role like do you think you came some in with credibility that in there. there
2: though? What do you think? You came in with that initial stigma of like,
1: no, I think, like, I think that label. I think think it's Eastern. It's Eastern credentials are burnished. Like, I think, I I think it's a it's a it's a decent attempt to exist as an Eastern film, not like such a Hollywood product. Like, Mm. I think, I don't look at it and say this is like this is like a a, a extremely dumbed down version of it. Mm. Although it probably is. What I look at it is just say it's boring. It just lies there on the page. It doesn't interest me. And
0: you feel like I got the, the sense that Sanders didn't really either know what the film he wanted to make or didn't really feel particularly strongly about the ideas he was pursuing. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and was happy just to regurgitate ideas without ever feeling, um, uh, anything particularly strongly towards any of it. And it was, you know, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's to me maybe why it fell flat.
1: Um, the other person I liked in it was Michael Pitt, actually, um, who I don't usually like that much. Um, I still remember him from Funny Games, and which a, a film that I didn't like all that much which was the, the american, the, the american Ray one Ray yes yeah. not in the original that was but like a shot for shot yeah I was the same director hated the remake. that's why i was tested but um there was something about the way that's they did his voice well. and i liked the kind of the kind of reveal of who he was and everything i actually really liked his contribution to this film well, well, he, he made strong yeah.
0: physical choices as well yeah. and i think they he pulled it off they worked like, better
2: yeah. i yeah. think he's great as well i think he's just a, a gem and i want to see him in more stuff, but I, I, I hear he's too, that, he's too eccentric. Well, I think. He, yeah. I, uh, he has a bad reputation to oh, work with. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think why they, they killed him off in, um, boardwalk.
0: Oh, oh. Uh, mm. yeah, that's right. Isn't that?
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry.
2: You probably weren't expecting a spoiler <laughs> for boardwalk empire. You can never know when you're going to get spoiled for <laughs> anything these <laughs> we're days. We're to get
0: thousands of emails <laughs> of complaint. All from Marcus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well another thing I liked was um the opening scene um where those robot geishas come in and um I loved I loved the reveal of like when that turned into a spider and ah, cl- yes, climbed yes, up mm. the wall how we were that, that. With that like yeah, geisha I think, face, I
0: think it's just actual spiders. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like
1: that kind of stuff was some of the stuff that said, okay, this these is this is the potential of this world, kind of seen to its logical conclusion. Like I wasn't that interested in, oh, you know, Scarlett Johansson can become invisible and all that kind of stuff. I was more interested in like the weird kind of like cyberpunk quality of the world mm. that like manifests itself in these like arachnid geishas. Yeah, you know? you'll know that scene yeah. had the guy who was the yeah. bad guy in heaps of movies. from Michael the Wincott. Movies. Yeah. From- I the crow. Like the, cr- the crow. He's in the Crow. He's in the Crow. He's the lead bad guy in the Crow. The original Crow. Yeah. The Crow, and, wow. and, and, Strange days, and in Strange Days, and Strange Days. He's the bad guy in
0: mm-hmm. um um the, the, crow's muskate- right. about the Crow Musketeers. Three Musketeers, four Musketeers. Um, and he's got that really raspy voice, and he's he just does. gone missing for years, and he
1: just uh, he just, up in he just got into his sixties. <laughs> that's all. I knew you yeah. know his name. I definitely noted Michael Wincott in the film. Yes, he wasn't in it for very long, but
0: bring that guy back. Yeah. yeah,
2: I really liked when she went deep diving too. That was that sent shivers down my spine when she was getting hacked and all that. and that that was one of the things I really liked as well. Is I, you could make the point from that point onwards that everything is because she has been hacked. Yeah. Uh, which is not yeah. <laughs> if, if I cared enough to to go through it. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting as well like I will watch it again. Yeah. Sure. I've been thinking about like the the Matrix sequels more and more yeah. lately. I don't know why just in my day. There's there's, mat-
1: there's lots of Matrix
2: associations here too, obviously, yeah, yeah.
0: But um I'd think less about them. Yeah, well, I
2: I like cuz the theory I've been playing with is the concept that they're still in an, a bigger form of the Matrix even though they think they're out of the Matrix because a lot of that
1: like I'll be cautiously I optimistic really. about more Matrix movies, which well, will be, yeah, is, will be coming out coming. in the next few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which is a terrible, let's hope with
0: uh, more underground dance scenes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they should put John Wick in the Matrix, and they'll be all set. Yeah, mm. yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, but
2: uh, in terms of that concept, I don't know. Like, I, I it was fun having that kind of reading on it, but I, I I'm really excited as well to go back to the original because I think there's going to be. Um,
1: uh, I think uh, from memory, there was so much more in There's something that. really Japanese about that film. And I know that sounds funny to say because all anime is from Japan. And so it's Japanese by nature. But there's something that really respects the negative spaces and the silences in that film that I just didn't get from this film. It just It's contemplative. It's poetic. Mm. And like, that's why I watched it twice in one weekend. I was just really taken with it. Mm. And to expect any you know little bit of that to transfer into this type of film was probably a mistake.
2: See, I got that, which is... Well,
1: I'm glad you did. Uh, yeah. I want people to like the movies they see. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> I just kind of want... I want this... I really want this kind of stuff to be more successful. I want people to be um, allowed to... Like, I would love that X-Machina was... Uh, I know X-Machina was considered successful, success for what it was, but it should have been so
0: much... More successful I'd like X-Mac To be more successful I don't know about Ghost in the Shell No yeah. but um,
2: I think It's just like this I, w- I like the idea That th- this um, genre Is more successful Because I'd like them To be exploring it A lot more I to make making A bit of
1: a comeback mm. But this it's film only- itself Is is, is, is yeah. not a box office hit Blade Runner mm-hmm. might Make or break it now. Yeah Yeah
0: well, let's move on to our top three. Oh, I'll get you to explain it, Derek, because you're the one that decided. <laughs> and I, yeah.
1: I'll start out and you guys give you guys more time to think about your answers. So my idea was Ghost in the Shell is a live-action remake of an animated film. So I said, what are our top three live-action versions of things that originated in animation? I originally was limiting it to films, but then I said, we got to expand to TV shows and other, other things that originated in animation because there are not a lot of choices out there. Mm. But I will tell you mine. Do you want to hear them? No yeah. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I. Um okay, so here's this is how bad it is. My number 3, Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2. <laughs> and that's all we have time <laughs> <laughs> and this is how bad the pickings are and the only reason I'm including them is because I love the performances of two actors in those films in terms of capturing the characters can I guess
0: uh, is it Daphne and Shaggy yes
1: Boom. Matthew Lillard and Linda Cardellini are terrific in that film in both of those films my ki- my kids watch them so I've seen them a couple times I'm putting them on the list number two the film that is a film that is very much like this film which is Aeon Flux I don't know if you guys saw that yeah I saw that um, that was another re- uh, live action remake an anime with um charlie's throne in in the lead role and i actually quite like charlie's johansson (laughs) charlie's johansson is it theron or throne i can never remember i think it's theron Um, anyway and that actually that was another bomb but i actually quite liked it i thought it was pretty good and then my number one george 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 of the jungle
0: (laughs) is that still good or is that just...
1: Oh, know? did you like it when you were younger? Yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> Brendan Fraser and... Well, I didn't um, like it as a kid. Apatow's <laughs> <now that> <laughs> wife, I mean, Leslie Mann. You would have been, like, what, 45 when that came out? Yeah, I up? was 45 <laughs> when it <the came laughs> I reviewed it. It, it. it is one of those films that... Captures the manic spirit of a cartoon, and so therefore, and that is not even like in my top thousand films. And the reason why I'm listing it that way is because I go through my chart and, and to, to find these things, and <laughs> it was slim pickings for the top one thousand. But hey, I got those three on the list, and that's my list.
2: <laughs> yes, I I think I interpreted the list
1: wrong. Yeah, well, not surprising because it was a terrible choice. So.
2: Yeah, I really liked. For well, my third one was. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. The Matrix. Very, yeah. <laughs> the Adams Matrix Family. Confused. Correct. Yes. Did, did yes. that take you that long to get? It took it? me
1: that long to get. But, and but the funny thing is, I considered The Addams Family, but then I said, "Oh, that was never a, a cartoon originally." Yeah. What well, was it? Yeah, I, I thought it a, was, originally, I a a I thought was originally a live action film. Actually, The Adams Family would have made my list if I thought it counted. No, yeah, I, I really like The Adams Family. I watched the cartoon as a kid. I loved it. Good choice.
2: Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd as um, Uncle Fester. I yeah. remember as a kid just loving that, and I yeah. thought it was so cool. That was like one of the repeat viewings yeah. um, at home. Um, I didn't really like it. A gra- now because I'm just switching mine in my head now because yeah. of what you've done. <laughs> uh, I didn't really like the live action remake, but the original was good. So I'm going to chuck this one in. Charlotte's Web. I really enjoyed oh, Charlotte's uh, Web yeah. as a kid. I used to watch that a thousand times. Oh yeah, um, and so they did a remake of that. Um, with Dakota Oprah Fanning wi- or something, yeah. Over a Winfrey, which wasn't great, mm. but it still has a nice cinnamon and it's really nice, like soft. Had some nice to it. cinnamon
1: sentiment, oh. sentiment, <laughs>
2: cinnamon, cinnamon sentiment. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Something like more me. films need. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and number one, I don't really know because I like I interpret it differently. So I was going to go with like Batman and shit because do it. Yeah. Well, I'm going. I'm going Batman. <laughs> I'm go Batman. Batman, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my Where is he? Oh, <laughs> Um
0: Yeah, I struggled with this as well. So my uh, third is the Jungle Book, uh, the recent
1: one, which I haven't seen. Might have made my list if I'd seen. It's good. It. You yeah, know? like yeah, uh,
0: it's, you oh, yeah. No, I didn't actually. So
2: my now knowing this, my number one should probably be Beauty and the Beast, which I just saw recently. Oh I yeah, really yeah. Well yeah. Like
0: that. I was like, I was. I watched the Jungle Book and I didn't hate it. So we get you two see, of those this month. I wasn't big on Jungle Book, but yeah. I liked Beauty and the Beast. My number two is Space Jam. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, you know. is, all right, well, uh, Raja, Ra- I'm there. chucking Roger no, Rabbit you, in yeah, there too. Hold hey, you probably well, it's my jam You're just making up. It's not a thing. <laughs> um, and my number one is a bit weird because it's not really based on a specific cartoon. It's sort of based on um, Disney cartoons in general. Is Enchanted, and that's mainly because I'm a sucker for. Um, Amy Adams. Alan Menken. But, oh, Alan Menken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Menken, a guy who writes all the songs. Wrote most of the songs for all the Disney movies in the 90s except for The Lion King. And he wrote the songs for Enchanted. And I love him.
1: And I haven't seen that, so I'll put that on my list I think you'd also. like it. Which one yeah, is yeah. Enchanted? It's, it's with Amy Adams. Adams
0: and it's like a Disney princess and she gets turned into a real-life princess. It's good. I think. Ah, it's and good.
1: then she goes to prison. Does she? No, oh. is He's she does saying prison, yeah, yeah, I right. think yeah, I have yeah, seen yeah. it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean I've only seen it once. I can barely remember. It was a shit
1: top three. That's Derek's fault. Yeah. Yes. All right,
0: uh, Blakey. Final thoughts on Ghost in the Shell.
1: Don't listen to these guys. It's worth a watch. Derek, go watch the original. That's the yeah, that's that the ticket. Too, which is on Stan. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, watch it tonight.
0: But don't plug Stan. <laughs> you are not paying us. Why? Well,
1: <laughs> don't watch anything on Stan. Don't download. Is the point. Uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Does Real Good have a streaming service yet? Then we gotta go to other services That's true yeah. There's an idea <laughs>
2: yeah. I'd, I'd sign up for that That'd be great
1: Yeah, yeah alright Just show the festival films Over and over again all the time
0: Watch this space This was uh, the Real Good Podcast Thank you, Blakey Thank you, John And thank you, Derek Armstrong oh, I'm sorry about that list Oh, that's all right. Well, um we just won't do what like you're bringing you back next time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh My name is John Roebuck, and uh, for more information, reviews, you know, videos, everything film related, go to realgood.com.au. That's real with two E's. We'll see you next time. Or Stan. Bye.